where the countdown is on. We got the Alpha Mom, the country girl with a heart of gold. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, Big Brother Canada 9, night two, and also eviction number one is over. Julie View is gone. The first casualty of the Big Brother Canada 9 house. Jamil is the first out of our draft. Uh, I'm Dave Mater coming at you with, um, here on Super Mater Brothers po uh, podcasting. Join with Jamil Robinson as we're here to cover this entire season. This is the second night of our 10-week journey to talk about Big Brother Canada 9. And this was a good night, Jamil. I thought this was a lot of fun in terms of... Uh, uh, just... It was a horrible night. What do you okay. mean? Well, for you, for you. But in terms of the show, I think that the show did good tonight. I think that there was this was a, a lot of intrigue. I thought we saw some interesting alliance uh, strategy talk here. I thought we had some great human moments on the show and some personal uh connections with a lot of these uh these different cast members uh julie julie what a terrific disastrous uh like uh just this disaster a crash uh, among all crashes as she she you know as, as josh comes to her says julie you know i'm I, we gotta stick together here we can't let these alpha guys run it like the, the pretty boys did back in bb canada 7 and she, and she runs off and just shows she's completely untrustworthy she's complete she's a sh uh, uh, I, i'll go as far as to say a shit disturber uh a fertilizer agitator and uh and and she completely tor torpedoed her own game i have no sympathy here for julie quite frankly but jamil i see you shaking your head where, where are you sitting at right now i absolutely disagree with what you just said okay go ahead i don't believe that she just ran off nilly willy to talk to the group i think that Josh was telling her because she had the better connection with everyone. So she mm -hmm. was being Josh's uh, voice, which was her issue. But I, uh, but I have another issue in terms of what Josh and, and Julie were doing wrong in general. Right. But in your statements, you're making it seem like she just went rogue with what Josh said and relayed the information about the uh, pretty boys. 2.0 to a set of individuals to a very random set of in individuals i want to say like who was there like beth was there victoria's there these are not people on her LaToya. team like in terms of how i think we saw here a couple times tonight julie but latoya is from our team right but yes. uh in terms well, i'm of just the, saying latoya defenders though. yeah well yeah but we saw that latoya was not uh a, a, a team julie or a fan even though they're on the same team they're not fans of each other clearly uh or they weren't by the end of this <clears throat> And uh, and I just think that Julie just didn't she didn't make herself look good here in terms of how she relayed that information. She says, Josh is coming at me he's saying there's a guy's alliance. And she was that's throwing Josh under the bus, quite frankly, I thought. Not that I'm sticking up for Josh. I think he's quite the interesting character on this show, though. I'm, I, I don't think he's long for this game. But no, uh, I think what I absolutely disagree. I think he is long as long as there's a team game. He is in the show. Why do you think that? Because he he seemed like he was the most likely person to go other than Julie tonight. They didn't want he was he is the train wreck, and that's why they kept him because you automatically have a number that's not really gonna connect with um, the rest of the members of the team or whoever is your opposition because he's a loner, right? Yeah, he's, he's a floater. On it, yeah. Loner floater. Yeah, I wouldn't even call him a floater. Like <laughs> the dude is moping around. He's not even like. Well, you know, I'm just to myself sitting on a couch. He's literally walking around looking like someone just stole his balloon. Like he was like eight years old, right? He's well, like, Josh, Josh is an interesting. For? He's quite the interesting cast member. Right? Just his like his diary obsessions. Uh, just to bring in Josh here because he was he is a unique person. Uh, I am. I think the longer he's on the show, I think the better for me. I think he's. Uh, you know, I'm sad to see Julie go here. But uh, Josh, uh, I think, is the one I would rather have kept just because for entertainment value and who I think, like, Julie's fun for the game, too. But I think that the players can just, they're not going to, they're not going to go for that kind of thing. Like, what Julie she was made one mistake and she's able to talk to people on a one on one basis and she should have done all of the work on a one on one basis. Right. And oh, yes. If she, I, I completely agree. If she had done the same thing, if she had gone to Beth individually, and if yes. she had gone to Victoria individually and Latoya and said the exact same thing, 
but she she just felt like this need like i have this energy all right and and they saw that uh okay so josh talked to you about something and now you're here spilling it all to us and if i did the same thing you would do the same thing to me so that i think that's the mistake well, i think that's a narrative that atoya crafted Right. Well, that's kind of what I, I that's what I observed. I think maybe it was reinforced by Latoya's narrative. But um, yeah. So, OK, but let's just talk about the whole episode in, in, in general, because I think uh, the the doom here of Julie and because we didn't get any live feeds were our, our information of how what she did exactly and how much of this edit buried her or not is sort of uh, up in the air at this well, point. They, we get they, buried, they buried her. They buried uh, Brandon, uh, Brayden, sorry. They buried Josh and they also buried Austin. And we're going to get to that point when we're recapping. Well, Barry, I, I'm interested in what you mean by that, but let's, let's get into that. Okay. So the recap tonight, I just, I was kind of uh, riffing on it at the beginning though, uh, was uh, kind of, assigning these archetypes or these nicknames maybe to some of our our cast members in particular they said there's tara the alpha mom okay <laughs> the alpha mom okay um then we got beth the country girl with a heart of gold i wasn't quite sure about that one um okay. but but I, they're trying to the get, get, us from, get us from like, who are this cast member who's on this show these are all new people we also have latoya the arresting officer so uh, like once again like what kind of description is that that not that, a very good yeah, one compared to even the first two uh it's a it's it's the worst of the three yeah uh, and the fourth one was for victoria she is the siren <laughs> lead uh, men off to their destructions perhaps. <laughs> like <laughs> i preferred when she called herself spicy v i think that's a better nickname for victoria uh but we'll see if it sticks yeah um, they said that this was a grudge match of the century here with the defenders and the destinies. But, uh, but Jamil, I, I feel like, um, these teams are sort of in play here, but obviously the, uh, th they know that these won't be around forever. So relationships across, um, the aisle are going on for sure. Jetson and, uh, and to Sean being the most notable, I think, but there's, there's more to that. We have some other groups here tonight. We see a lot, a few different, uh, potential alliances forming. I can't wait for us to talk about the dolls, please. Can't wait. The dolls. Well, the dolls are broken up already. Uh, they're, 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 they're just a pair of dolls now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where's my, I bought a three pack. There's only two. Yeah. There were three. It, it was a limited time only. Yeah. Um, and I, okay, so we were talking about last night. Like, how can the nominees vote? Because we assume there would only be two, but there, it's it's just that everybody on the losing team is on the block except for the uh, captain in this case, Kiefer. So Kiefer got to vote, but he wasn't eligible to be voted for, which oh. is kind of kind of a, an interesting thing. I think, well, uh, just for the first week, it was like we kind of put you guys in this type of position. You're choosing the team, so people might use it as a fault. So we want to give, and you missed out on the initial, you know, conversing and getting to know. So we just want to give you enough runway for you to land and, you know, kind of build relationships. So that one week deal. Um, but you heard at the end of the episode regarding H2H. We're getting, we're going back to HOHs. So I so I'm I'm I thought that they were going to keep this twist at least for a couple weeks or well, this I think format. The twist. I think they're keeping the twist in the format. It's just the way you're thinking about it. I think it's going to be different. Because okay, because the captains only applied to this week. So now that that's going away, and now we have HOHs. But I would assume that the HOH has to be from the winning side. So yep. they would have to have the safety competition first, and then among the winning team, then they would have an HOH competition. Is would be logical for to me uh and then they would nominate two people from the other team yeah or something along those lines and I, oh, vote. I think um either you wouldn't have to nominate two people and then you have the veto or the head of household picks who's immune Right. Yeah. So there's there a couple ways they're going to do it. I, it's interesting to see how this plays out. I think that it's good that Kiefer had safety, right? And Tina, but with Kiefer being on the losing team, he has safety. Uh, however, it's kind of puts him in a, in a tough spot no matter what. You're always, you were the captain, you're obviously singled out, um, and, and that you're going to have that baggage no matter what it, it, being in that role. But he also gets to vote, uh, unlike the other six members of his team who, are eligible to be voted for. So it, it, that also separates him from the rest. So let me ask you a question. If Kiefer didn't have immunity, do you think he would be, you know, up for um, eviction? 
It's hard to say. I don't think so. I, I saw nothing tonight to show that he's sort of in on the outs with anybody or he's somebody they don't want around. I think that you're seeing that the people who aren't quite fitting in are the people that they're talking about getting rid of. I think Julie is the victim tonight here. She's the ultimate one to get rid of because I think for a few reasons. But I think that Josh is somebody that the, that the house is going to be fine to lose. I think that uh, that's probably the case with a few others. Like, even Brayden, I'm not sure about. I don't know where Austin stands um, in this hierarchy of the house and where, where who she's kind of with. Um, so I, 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 we'll see how this plays out. But I, but I see, I see, Braden and Austin are totally fine. Like the bottom three, um, and the only thing that really stuck right was you had Rohan, Rohan. Julie, and Josh, and those were yeah. our three decisions. Those three and, kept coming up over and over. Yeah, and Rohan didn't make any sense from a team aspect, a physical team aspect, because he was the one that was able to last the longest from the team. So you're kind of punishing him um, even and saying that he is the weakest, even though he performed the best um, under the circumstances, mind you. And then you mm -hmm. have uh, Josh, who obviously was the first person gone, who was struggling from the get-go, right? And looked like he could have fa fallen like two minutes earlier. And mm -hmm. then Julie, who um, has her obvious issues that people um, see concerning how she's working with other people and um, the, the tone that is being set in the house specifically about her. So to me, it was only a three-person uh, race. No one else was legitimately on the block. There was no ten, um, no kind of... Uh, momentum to get anyone else. That's where all the energy was being directed to. Yeah, well, it's kind of, you know, it's always tough, right? Because these people who are on the bottom, you know, uh, really what they should do is band together. And that was kind of like the sad thing for me tonight was watching like, I'm like, Josh, Rohan, um, uh, Julie, like you all should be working with each other, right? But you're not. Uh, you you work against each other because you're kind of you want to be in with the in crowd or whatever you consider that, and so you're you're more you you're going to throw each other under the bus versus actually kind of banding against, and it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Well, I don't think that's the case with Rohan. I think Rohan is the one that wants to be in the in crowd, and he thinks he's one of the boys. Julie and Josh always felt that they were in the outs. My issue is that where they were talking to each other. But where was the strategy? Where was the game plan? Right. So mm -hmm. uh, I know we're kind of I'm kind of jumping ahead, but you have the formation of the dolls. Right. Which is fine. But the only thing we're presented is them sashaying and kind of posing in front of a door. Like if anyone from any other like alliance or you're walking by and you see that you're like those three are together. We need to break that trio up. Right. Because they're legit, like bonding hardcore, right? There's a lot of bonding tonight, and I, I think it's you know with only 14 house guests to start this season, it's kind of an intimate group here. It's like there was a lot of sessions where they were all kind of sitting around talking, and um, there's a lot of cross connections and a lot of a lot of diversity on this cast. So I think they have a, they, there's they have different things in common, different things to find interesting about each other. But how that plays into the game is yet to be seen because Julie was one of the most interesting people, I think. I, and I, I I can't really tell if they enjoyed her company or not, but I think I would have. But it's also, they just thought he, she was a liability. And maybe an, on, in the team sense, these uh, these defenders said, you know, she's not going to help us win challenges. Which um, to me doesn't make any sense because... doesn't make sense either. Like, whenever this situation happens, well, it happens all the time where they're like, Oh, um, we need to keep the team strong. We need to keep this. We need to, to get rid of the weakest person. And I'm like, hold on a second. Like, we're talking about the beginning of the game, so that means we usually have team competitions where it's not just about being physical, but maybe being agile is going to be important. You need someone who's not going to be able to, not going to drop the ball and just be a total dimwit. And I'm like, are you telling me that in a high pressure situation? You trust Josh Boy over here, right? Mopey McMoperson versus me, who, like, at least I was looking lucid during the competition. Like, the dude seemed like he was out from the get-go, right? Well, I think I think you're right, I think, though. I think Josh is this lame duck that they're not – he's not a threat, right? And it's kind of – I don't know, because you could get – why not get rid of Jetson if he's a threat, right? Um, or something like that. But he's got 
he Jetson's doing a better job of cross connecting, making connections, and ultimately that's what Big Brother's about. You know, it's all it, there's numbers, but there's also which, social. This is the reason why it made no sense, and Julie um, shot herself in the foot. She's making these connections, but where is her energy being directed to? And it seems like it was directed towards Josh, who, in my opinion, unless you're bringing him into something, that's just a dead end. And then you have the dolls, which we do not hear any strategic talk, which that's not to say that. But they are in session, Jamil. They said that they are. Braden declared tonight that we are in session. (laughs) Well, courts adjourned, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, but like you would be looking to like, hey, we need to get a little momentum. We need to like start working with other parts austin should be hooking up with with tara and victoria and and that crew because they obviously look like they're bonding uh brayden um like and and this is where ultimately i feel like where the dead end occurs like they needed more individuals talking and i see brayden talking to uh, julie talking to josh and talking to austin I see Austin talking, seeming able to like, you know, jump back and forth. And I see Julie able to walk back and forth. Right. Right. But Brayden, like, what is he bringing? And Josh, he's not there. So you don't want an alpha to win, but they're not really being aggressive until their name starts being, you know, coming out. They, they handled that whole situation with, um, sorry, it was, was it Jaden? Not Jaden. Um, um, Jet, Jetson, Jetson, right? When yeah. he went on the couch to lie down, they should have went over and started talking to him, right? Uh, oh, oh no, I'm sorry, it was to Sean. Sorry, that's, uh, that's yeah. You, you mean you mean when it was uh, like, so yes, and there's okay. So I think that there's 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 a few people in the house. I think that I think Josh and Julie are had this in common that they kind of felt intimidated maybe around the the alpha males, if you will, the Tashans, the Jetsons, even Rohan, who may not be. He may be a beta male. Uh, he's more of a or Charlie. I don't know, but he's yeah, he's uh, he he's playing pool with them, and and that can be intimidating to some people, right? Yeah. Like uh, I think that, that they really clung on his edit in this episode. Like no, mm-hmm. like what did he have any confessionals? And he seemed like a mouse in comparison to the egotistical person that we saw in, in episode one. Yeah, like it was. I think they there's a lot of intimidation, and when you feel like when you're only a group of fourteen like this, um, right away, I don't versus sixteen maybe I don't know, but like he's he doesn't have anyone, he doesn't have anybody. It seems like right now, Josh, right at all. Yeah, um, and he thought maybe he had Julie a little bit, but he definitely did not. Well, I think that they all had a conversation, and uh, that latter part where it just seems like she was throwing him under the bus like hardcore. I think they told her that she was gone and she was, she didn't want to just roll over and die kind of thing. I kind of want to talk about this other power trio that kind of emerged tonight uh, that uh, I doesn't have a name yet. uh, But uh, it started with uh, Tashawn and Jetson who decide that they want to bring in Latoya. And so, so there's a kind of an earlier conversation between Tashawn and Jetson. And then later on, uh, it's not too too long later, uh, we get them, um, uh, they call themselves a power trio. I think Latoya uses those words. Tashawn, Jetson, Latoya. And they, and they, 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 in that conversation, Julie is the name they throw out there. And ultimately Julie is the one who goes tonight. So they, they, maybe they thought, okay, we called the shot. We made the shot and that's who went. And so they're going to see themselves as being in control. Uh, we'll see if that's sustainable or not. But what do you think of this group? Do you think that this is a good trio? So in terms of like having similar thought process, I think that there will be good uh, in the sense of they'll be on the same page. Um, I don't necessarily like groups like that, um, or I don't believe it, it lasts uh, for a long time because you need that that individual a part of the team that kind of thinks differently to think outside the box because for them i think it was pretty like they're going to be like bulls in a china shop they're going to be very laser focused on specific things and whenever stuff is out of their control they're not going to be able to manage um the great thing that this team did was they figured out their target extremely early and they start putting laying the seeds so in comparison 
Julie and um, Josh, they're like, well, you know, it's going to be Rohan. And then they, they just start, you know, they, they, they it's no, um, you know, no, uh, it wasn't a subtle kind of rollout. It was just like, like, hey, everyone, no one's, everyone's reluctant to name names um, publicly, but yeah, Rohan. It's, it's, it, it didn't make much sense, right? It didn't seem to be hesitation. And the way Julie phrased it too is like, well, Josh was saying, and uh, Pretty Boy Alliance, and it looked like it was like a directed attack at, at people as opposed to kind of warming people up to the idea, which we certainly would have seen um, the power trio do. Um, they look like they're going to be able to win physical competitions, and I don't think that they're dumb either. I think they're going to do extremely well in uh, a lot of the carnival and mental competitions as well. So they're forced to be work. Uh, uh, I think absolutely. They seem yeah. to have the total package. I don't know who's the brains of the three of them yet. I don't, we're, it's probably Latoya. I think, yeah. and, and, and I think maybe that's why they got her in the group. There was like, we need someone us to, we, we I, I think that those two guys feel confident that they can win competitions against Josh or whatever, yeah. but um, they, they they don't necessarily know if they have the social or specifically the strategic things. I think in terms of like how Tashawn was creeping on that Julie and Josh conversation, they were kind of aware of it. I don't know if he could sense there that they were uncomfortable, but you know, I don't, I just don't think I don't think that, that I don't think that was that did anything for Tashawn's game tonight necessarily. Um, but yeah, like. You know, I, this was a situation that should have been diffused by Julie and Josh. If Josh was a little bit more of an extrovert, right? It could have been like a kind of like kidding kind of situation, yes. right? You want you you want to put people at ease. They did not put people at ease. They got up and they went start talking to other people, right? They let their it's, paranoia sort of like be known geez. and to be felt. Jeez, um, but uh, Latoya, the way she handled Julie especially when Julie eventually confronted her, like she legit turned that whole situation and made Julie look terrible. She totally did because Julie says, I heard Josh just told me you threw my name out there, which like, okay. And here, here's another example of Julie just like completely turning on Josh. I don't know. I don't know if you can call it turning on Josh because I don't know if you can say that she should have any kind of loyalty to Josh or not um but but uh, you know i almost i felt like josh is almost like this naive victim in the situation but i also feel like julie's kind of clueless to what sort of how this is going to be perceived look when 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 she comes at latoya latoya just goes no i'm over this i'm just over well, you're over what latoya what are you talking about <laughs> you know what, do you, what does this mean i'm just going to the hot tub and that's it we're going to the she hot kind of tub. gaslights her like you would think that this was like a bigger argument, and she's like, "Look, I'm not going to continue this argument right now." I'm yeah, it was like it was like, do we start an argument? I don't remember, and this is part <laughs> two. No, this is part one, or this is like the prelude. What's going on? And um, and and Josh it, said, "Is no, you can't do that. Can't she do that." And like, in the bathroom with and and who else in was front present? Of someone was, else. It, was Victoria <laughs> present too? I think. And I think, I, uh, no, it like, was there was, um, was it Tara? Um, Josh, I don't know. So there was, maybe Tara was there. There was somebody else in the room. It wasn't yeah. just Latoya and Julie, and um, and, and so it was. It was kind so of a public there's thing. No reason for Latoya to even tell the truth, or to, she's not going to put herself in a position, uh, so she admits anything or gets confronted. Like it's obviously a confrontation, and she handles it the right way by diffusing it, and she made Julie look like a total idiot. If I was, if I was whoever was in that room, I'd be like, look. Regardless of how I feel about you know Julie and stuff, I need to watch out for Latoya because I can't let that something like if that you, happen. If you're, yeah, I think that a savvy player could see that and go, "Uh oh, Latoya is not somebody I want to mess Trifle. with here," or 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 underestimate, especially okay. because I, mean, I just want to ask you a question, honestly. All right, I I know you're going to be honest with me, anyways. Right? Mm -hmm. If you if someone told you who are the two like there are two players in this game who you know are not the hugest fan of big brother have a, a like a, a loose understanding of it and don't really participate in a lot of game theory if we said there were two people yes who would you would be those two people and I'm well kinda... <laughs> josh i have to think is one of them right but yeah, i would think it was like, josh and julie yeah but i also think 
Yeah, I, but I, yeah, I think it's Josh and Julie. I don't. Rohan seems to be trying to make connections, even if they are superficial. Yeah. Um, I don't. We didn't get a lot of that, but it, it seemed like it's not like Rohan's a complete outcast, like we thought. We suspected he might be. Yeah. He seems to just not be necessarily the most popular either. He seems to be sort of just a a guy that's there for them yeah. at the moment. He's not necessarily getting. He's not turning a lot of heads, but he's sort of on the short list. Um, we kind of jumped around here, so sorry. Do you, I just want to talk about the state of team defender too. Like, are, is this a team now with Julie gone? So it's, you know, uh, is this a team that's going to see success or are they going to be sort of run out of the house one by one? Um, They're going to, I think that they might slip on a banana peel and win. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't see this being a situation where they're going to lose, I think at least two at the very least two. It, it's yep. just, how it is right so you start looking at who is going to be expendable from that group right if they lose and well we'll see what happens with this next competition we saw here the team destiny were all in their bedroom to, to uh you know and that they were getting together here it was a uh, but uh, tina wasn't present for this oh and i'm sorry we also missed that there was a, a potential a new alliance that kind of got formed um with tina victoria and beth in the yeah. bathroom that was actually before like deshaun and judson and latoya got together so but this is where victoria was kind of coming out without anything on because she <laughs> wanted to grab her microphone or Say something yes to that yeah the and then rohan showed up and then it became quite the scene uh, uh, it, it, yeah that was a weird moment but uh, it got diffused but yeah so they were kind of like forming some kind of a trio themselves what do you think of this like we haven't seen a ton from tina this was on her only moment tonight. I think um, that this is going to be one of the stronger alliances um, just because it looks like they genuinely like each other. Right. So uh, and as of right now, especially winning the first competition, I I think it looks a lot. Um, it, it makes more sense for them to hook up. Um, Austin needs to tie her ship to to that shore for sure. Um Victoria has shown that, you know, she isn't just this goofball. She does have a little bit of, like, she she can handle her own in a competition, right? Which I think, um, like, Tara um, would respect as well, right? Um, I, I think th- there's, a, a like, a, mu- a mutual level of respect between the three of them. Uh, and they like each other's energy, uh it just seems like they they connected whereas everything like i'm 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 trying to put my 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 thoughts into words and i think the primary reason why i think these three have gone together because i think this season's not going to really have a showmance outside of austin doesn't I, seem like it. we saw we saw nothing tonight to indicate even the inkling of a showmance or anything like that yet I, um but with tina and beth both uh, and victoria all be members of this destiny team and then you have tara you have uh you have austin and then you have Deshaun in there too right and they had this meeting tonight they're like hey we got the numbers we can run things if they win this next challenge if 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 destiny goes two and oh i think it's gonna be uh hugely demoralizing on uh to defender to everybody but jetson who will feel fine um and because <laughs> they're just waiting to bring him yeah. in um it's going to i think that uh well, i really i'm really hoping for a defender win because I, I think for the best kind of season uh early what i would like to see happen here i think we need to see the the the, the, the pendulum swing the other way for a week hopefully i don't know i don't know um if I was if I was Destiny, I would have to get out Kiefer. He he would have to go keep Josh, get out uh, Kiefer, because Kiefer is someone that people can rally behind, and people genuinely like. And Seems to yeah yeah like if Josh is by himself. You can pick up an Austin if you need to. You can start picking up whoever you want to from the remnants. And that, I don't think that team's going to be putting up that much of a fight once Kiefer is gone. Right? I think they're going right. to all turn on each other, or Josh is going to be the scapegoat, which the other team is going to let, you know, leave him in the game, 
Obviously. Yeah, because why, why, why waste an HOH on him, right? It would have to, it wouldn't be worth it. Exactly, like, and he'll fall into that role. He'll fall into the, uh, um, the BB sixteen Victoria role, if you will. Oh potentially. yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> the, definitely. <laughs> the other type of goat. Um, I, I also, wanted, what did you think of tonight? There was a couple sessions here. We had a couple uh, moments. The first one was. Um, it was Jensen asking about their coming out moments. Uh, and so there was kind of like, there was a, Josh went first and he's like, I just went, this is who I'm dating. And that was it. Yeah. And there was Josh. Josh was over in a second. Then Julie ta- uh, went um, talked about coming out as gay and then l- later uh, transitioning. And that was, that went on for a few minutes. Or, I think well, it was the longest, I think of the four who, who spoke in that, in that segment. And uh, was, was, was pretty very emotional. And I was, I couldn't help but think it, like, it felt like it was like an exit edit. Yeah. Like this is your chance to tell your story. You yeah. better say it now because you're not going to be on the show after tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we were going to be able to edit this in and for like for week two, but no. And then yeah. uh, Braden was almost like people came out to him and told him like, we already know. And he was like, yeah. And then, uh, and then we have Latoya who go, who came out as bisexual and sort of for the first time she said uh, outside of some close friends, but also said it was sort of a, something she wasn't super keen on but anyway what she she didn't feel like it was something for her to uh, she's a private person and yes. it's not something that she feels obligated to tell people which is absolutely understandable yes okay yes you you said it much more elegantly than i um so <laughs> so uh yes so but i thought this would you know this helped i think connect us with this cast and this uh, four four of these 14 are lgbtq mm-hmm. at least um so it's uh it's it was i thought it was i thought it was, it was very very a very like um whatever this generation the gen z crowd here and like this young like the, the a little bit younger than us jamil the uh yes the, this this the, this cohort yeah it was it was it, it was, it was the a, old people in the house we're the old men you know like we're we're like terras and tinas now uh <laughs> but like at the same time um they've been doing a good job of not being moms right yes. so far it has so far moms. from what we can tell now yeah live feeds come back to life or like Life Eats coming tonight, Jamil, so and we're going to, to uh, see. Hopefully, we're not. We don't turn it on, and Tara's doing laundry, and Tara, <laughs> and Tara's doing something that she if, shouldn't be. Look, if if I'm Tara, and someone starts doing laundry, I'm gonna go and do laundry with them and start talking to them. No. I'm I'm not gonna do other people's laundry. I'm gonna do my own. Right. Mm-hmm. That those are the two rules. You you want to you don't want people seeing you doing laundry. You're gonna sleep in, or you're gonna get up and work out with the the guys, or I cooking, mentioned. or cleaning, or whatever. Yeah, do do focus on you, not on being making people like you. Um, I also want to talk about this other se- session we had with uh, just talk about uh, different cultures. Uh, Latoya and Braden both Jamaican, um, and. <laughs> Jed's, and then they started talking about what languages they would like to learn. Jed didn't want to learn Spanish. Uh, Kiefer talked about Haida, the language of his tribe. And um, he was uh, speaking that it's like only there's only five people left who are fluent Haida speakers left in the world. It's like a, it, his it, it's language is it's dying out. Yeah. And he uh, he had this moment where he got to like s- s- say um, a phrase or uh I guess a poem, it, it, kind of like a poem of sorts, um, in that language, which was I'd never heard this language. Uh, it's a very, of course, a very you know, um, a rare intricate. language, very intricate with yeah. clicks and all kinds of things and going on. And it was uh, a very, very interesting to hear. And uh, I'm glad I, I did, you know. And so it was. I think Kiefer has this whole. I already love Kiefer. I didn't need to be sold. He, by he's Kiefer extremely endearing. Yeah, like, extremely endearing. He's a like, very. Um, uh, he, he represents honestly, his people very well too. Honestly, I would if I was on the opposition, I would want him out, but I also would not want to get my hands dirty because I do not want Canada turning on me and like forgetting him out. Right? Because right. he's he's probably like the most well-liked individual in the house. Yeah, I think that they have to be thinking he's a threat, and but when to get him out and how? Because you get in these seasons where, it's like, you know, like I remember Donnie and Big Brother sixteen US, and he was like, they knew he was this liked guy, and he got to hang around because he was in that Team America twist with Derek, and Derek, yeah. it, it served Derek to keep him. 
But then when they had to get rid of him, it was like they were so. Then he, Donnie started winning challenges and then went on this run. And then the more he, they were, they weren't able to get him out when they wanted. The more it drove them crazy. Which will same thing will happen here. Do you if, do you honestly think he can go on um uh, HOH? It's it's so much harder to go on a run in Big Brother just because like this, there's so much control that you'd have to win to maintain. Yeah, I don't right. think it's it's I don't think it's super likely. I just think yeah. that there's there's a, but like if you're thinking if you're trying to think like minimize threat or risk uh, from a strategic standpoint, like a Kiefer, I don't know if Kiefer's somebody I want to take into jury necessarily. No. no. So you don't have to get rid of him this week, especially after he's he has this captain kind of notoriety and whether it's it's gonna really come down has he made enough connections to sort of keep himself safe? Um how so, next week plays out will be crucial for Kiefer. Yeah. So Pre-jury, post-team is the right spot because at the same time, you want to avoid giving any momentum to win, um, you know, fan favorite of the year, right? You want to mm -hmm. keep the, the bullets in the chamber for, like, if you perform well enough that you're in the running as opposed to having, like, a clear favorite like, uh, like, uh, like Kiefer. Yeah, I just think that yeah, you can't keep him around uh, past like week four. Probably is is yeah. what I if I unless, unless I was in a ride and die with like Kiefer. If I was playing and I was in a, if I was directly aligned with him, and even then, uh, how much can I really trust to because to take that? Um, yeah. But they're not talking Kiefer. We saw also beat Beth and Tina. They have another session where they were like, no, we should totally keep Josh because I guess Josh was maybe the name they were throwing at the time before Julie yeah. and Ro and get rid of Rohan. Rohan is somebody that, that well, they Tina... were saying that, that Rohan was like on everyone's lift. And if Josh kept his mouth shut, right, um, Rohan probably would have been voted out. But I think it kind of galvanized like, like, you know, we're going to keep Ro and we're going to get rid of Josh because Josh is, you know, we're hearing about what Josh is thinking, but we're not having any type of conversations with Josh, right? right. So why are we going to take this person's suggestion when he can't even tell me himself? He has his, his uh, Patsy, his, um, his, uh, his de delivery person, Julie, spreading the news constantly all the time. True. Right. So, yeah, I know. Like, they're not. Neither are great players. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like, and I Rohan's. Hoped, I hoped, Dave. I hoped. You I hoped. Hope, you I know, hope. you took. You took Julie fifth. By the yeah. way, you had. You, that was your. Yeah, you were at. Uh, that was not your. You took Latoya much earlier, but um, Julie was 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 uh, quite early as well. Um, also, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm getting Victoria. I'm reading Victoria's name. I do not have Latoya. No, you don't have. Who has Latoya? Not me. I have Victoria and Julie. Oh, okay. I gotta get a. I gotta get a. Oh, it's Jen. Jen has Jen. Latoya. Yeah, which is looking okay. like a very strong pick. Latoya is looking like a strong pick. We'll see if she can. If she, I think she she might uh, have too much of a profile too early here. We'll see. Uh, but it will depend. There's a lot of big targets too. Um. Okay, then we talked about the blow up with Latoya and Julie, so I'm gonna skip that. And then um, we had these anonymous questions in the live right before the live vote tonight. Uh, Did the, you like that these? Were, these were fun. These were spicy. Uh, I thought some of them were on the uh, obviously uh, Julie, Julie and her like uh, her, her what she said about Josh. I thought was made her look even worse. I think it did nothing for her image. I think she was tonight. already gone. I think she was, she was already gone. gone. Oh, it was already done. But yeah. it was it just it just was kind of like it was ugh. it was it was <laughs> attempt to look feisty. I think that everyone told her, Julie, I'm sorry you're gone. And then the next conversation would be, it can't be unanimous. Okay. Right? Um, and they all like, hey, um, we don't want you looking like um, you know, like an idiot on your way out. So, you know, if you have to throw some words. It's fine. Like, no one seemed upset with what she said. Even Josh didn't seem upset, right? I right. And even her last line, I think it was all part of, like, this elaborate show. Uh, like, it because when you're the first week boot, 
because there's no live feeds, you have the ability to kind of craft your own narrative more so True. than in other weeks. And with with her being gone and she can just it's say not the best they, they're idiots. Work. They should have gotten rid of Josh. He what did she call him? The weakest. He's the weakest, yeah, the weakest. and he's the worst or whatever. It was and, very and, generic, but, but yeah. And and Josh would just like is Josh gonna disagree? He should kind of shrug his shoulders to that. Well, jo- Josh said very he was the man a few words tonight in his question. Um <laughs> paranoid. Well, yeah, he they're yeah. like, what you do wrong? I was too paranoid. Or oh, were you wrong to call out the alliance, the all guys alliance, or say something? Yeah. And he kind of just shrugged it off and said, Yeah, I was too paranoid or whatever. And and um Arissa was not ready for that. She was like, We had <laughs> we had more seconds allotted for you here. Um <laughs> It was it was akin to like when probes used to get mad at Johnny Fairplay for not giving much at confessionals and tribal <laughs> council. It was kind of like that moment. I felt like Josh is the is the Johnny Fairplay maybe of this season. Um, I I think his 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 diary sessions must go on forever, where they're just like we're asking you questions and we're not getting much, so we're just going to let you ramble and just kind of cut it into... There was a moment with Josh in the diary room tonight. I wrote it down where he was just like... He had like this long pause. What would he... Do you remember this? lengthy pause. He's like... There's these... He was like collecting his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. It was just... Lots of bonding going on. Yeah, it it was fun. It was it was it was interesting with uh, with Josh's diary rooms. I I want him to hang around. Uh, not that I wanted to see Julie go. If I had to lose anybody, it'd be Rohan. But Rohan's he's uh, you got to give credit. He's doing enough to not be at the bottom. Uh, Rohan just seems like a, a a fourth person boot. Like the other the opposition, whoever that may be, decides to take a shot at them, and they get rid of Rohan, and then the actual power lines just kind of shrugs their shoulders and like <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever oh you got rohan you got one of our numbers oh yeah. right yes i feel like yeah he's like their uh their scapegoat or their that's who yeah. we'll throw into the bus if you want to come out if we have to give up a number that's kind of the role like if, if you were going to take a shot like that's what i didn't understand they're like well, it's the pretty boys, right? So we need to get rid of, like, they're not going to win. The moment that you have that thought process, like, you don't go for, like, the weakest person out of that, right? If you're yeah. going to lose a person, cannibalize um, your top dude or, like, or Latoya. Right. Well, that's- But they just, like, they flat out just, like, Rohan. Like, there's no uh, juice. There's no juice to that squeeze. Rohan's answer to the question was kind of like I. He. I thought he was fine. I thought he, like the question they gave to Rohan was fine. Yeah. Jedson's was whatever. Braden, same kind of thing. Like these. These were all kind of boring. Latoya's was a little bit more, um, confident maybe or I don't know. She looks like she doesn't trifle fools and. If you are not, um, if you do not have a strong will, she's gonna just run right over you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that sounds out. Yeah, that's right. I would agree with that. <laughs> like you know, those people where like people avoid confronting them because the argument that would ensue is something where you know one person is going to be extremely dominant in that conversation, and the other person is just going to be scrambling to try to get a word in, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's what's going to happen with Latoya. L- Latoya. We'll I wouldn't control. want to get into a fight with Latoya, I, like especially <laughs> both verbally public... and physically, because I'm pretty a- sure. Just yeah, any destroy. form, any form, especially the verbal form, but like uh, the the physical form too. Like I, I, she could definitely uh, uh, take me I, down I, and a number she, of other people. She understands that nobody in the house could touch her, basically, in a physical confrontation. Right. She's so she's very sure, and and, and rightfully so, and yeah. so it and it shows, and we'll see uh, how that translates to the game. I'm I hope it's rewarded. I hope that the house respects it, um, and is not threatened by it. But we'll we'll see. Well, I uh, think threatened by in a sense of like rising to the challenge, as opposed to just kind of villainizing which is what kind of tends to happen with with latoya like um players in in some version in some reality games um this vote um i was was almost unanimous uh did i hear uh, victoria vote for josh was that did that happen uh yeah right so there was two votes for josh right obviously julie voted for josh and there was uh, the victoria vote but okay there's there's something to miss here and i i we need to uh find out um 
so th th this vote was in alphabetical order in, by first name um, in terms of I went Austin, Beth, Braden, uh, so on. I didn't repeat the issues that. I totally but Victoria that. did not, like her place in this alphabetical run was not, was not, she should have at the end, but she wasn't. So what's up? Is her name not Victoria? No. Is it? Producers. Does her name come between? Does the real name and her uh, first name come between L and K? I think Production. it might. It's built in the sense that if she was at the very last, her vote would be meaningless. But the it, what her vote was right after the commercial, I believe it right? was, and therefore it was um, six to two vote, and then the following vote right after, I think, was Latoya. Um, right so they didn't want to they were trying to prolong how long until it would become yeah. official and they were like okay we have to get the two josh votes in here early yeah but i think that that's something like if you if okay so then we figured that out just talking about now so i think a lot like there's gotta be a lot of players or at least some of these 14 who might know that too right or i guess it wasn't a secret tonight but in the future when you're watching these votes and who's and how you're going in order that the producers might have so a deliberate sense to that in terms of uh, which order you're going to get to go up in. Well, we're going to see how this house goes because it was, I found very interesting is the conversation earlier on um, when um, um, Josh's name was being um, banded about. Um, I think it was Tara um, might've mentioned it, but she asked, so to Alex, is the vote going to be unanimous? And the response was, uh, for this week at least right meaning that mm -hmm. some people are thinking about like not going down the path of i'm just gonna vote with the house type of thought process so uh, we'll see how that goes it doesn't seem like it seems like there's some people that believe in game theory there's some game theory people um in the house uh, uh, latoya i believe is one of them um I think she I, might be one of the only ones. Um, although I, we, there's a whole bunch of house guests we know nothing about yet. Like Kyle, was he on? Was Kyle on the show tonight? Yeah, Did he was see? the one who, in the conversation of, um, are we going to vote unanimously? Oh right, okay. Right? Was, that was that was that was his. I, he did that. He ran his um his hand through his hair, and he was shown <laughs> playing pool. That was the three things he did in that's, this episode. That's Kyle's contribution. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Let's let's see the call highlights for this episode. <laughs> we still like you better than the other one, uh, whatever his name was, uh, Kyle, Ethan. Sorry, Ethan. Kyle replaced Ethan. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah, it really felt like an afterthought at, at this point. Jamil, what did you think of um, Julie's exit from the house? She gave her, her hugs and then she stood up on the uh, on the entrance there uh, and said, "A queen does not play with commoners." Did she say commoners or peasants? I thought uh, I think it was both. Maybe. I think it was commoners or and peasants. I yeah. think uh, might be all more part, uh, all a show. Once again, no live feeds. It was put together to make her look good before she left. Well, she's a social media like influencer, and and well, this will be directly related um, to like how she, her livelihood and thing what she does and and and, and her how many followers she has, etc. So I I don't know. It was. I guess it was fine. It, like, it seems it it was cringy. It yeah. seemed staged. It seemed absolutely fake. Oh, it was totally like, staged. Like you know, but like there's a thing between something being staged and then being like, you might as well say, "Can we take it again from the top?" They they could have done that. It it just it seemed that blatant. And then I think that a lot of people are humoring her because they kind of just chuckled when she she left. Right. Um, it seemed like a very stylized and thought out departure. And it seemed it didn't seem genuine. I, I didn't have the emotions I thought it would have had with her leaving. Right. Um, I think I was like, you know what, Julie, I don't think you were going to win this game and it's OK. You <laughs> might as well go now. Um, like that, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, you know, I often feel like this about players where like, especially after that speech, I was like, I don't think you were, you weren't really here to win this game. You were kind of here to, you know, get, um, some notoriety be on the TV show. And, you know, I think oh, you could have been being here. like an example. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you could have been here a little longer, Julie, 
but uh, but I it's fine if you go week one. Uh, is it lost syndrome? The moment that you you reveal your story next week, you're gonna be eaten by the smoke monster. Yes, I think it's like the <laughs> echo. It's the echo syndrome here, or uh, the smoke monster syndrome. Yeah, because well, especially once they threw it into that that uh, into this episode. Um, well, was it Latoya was technically up too, so she kind of had a moment. As did Josh. As did Braden. So all four of them, all on that defender team. Interestingly but enough, you didn't like. I didn't get the finality of their story as much as I did with Julie. Right, Julie. Yes. Oh no! Like yeah. she told right. her story or what she intended to like share, and yes. it seemed like her road was over. Right. Whereas um, Kiefer, even though he shared um, the uh, the the expression of language and how important it means to him, I feel like I like what I know of him, but I still don't know much about him. Right. Well, it's right. kind of like the celebrity Big Brother fact. You, some of those celebrities would go on the show and they would talk about their charity or whatever. They were kind of on the show to sort of profile. And then once they did that, they were like, I, I don't need to be here anymore. You can vote me out or whatever. Yeah. And uh, my stipend so, is still coming in. So my stipend is still coming in, whatever. And all good. Send me home. I, yeah. I had my moment. Yeah. And so, yeah, Julie had the longest moment. And so, yeah, it was it's not that surprising that she goes here. Especially after the the edit tonight, you can say they, they buried her or that you know how fair it was, but um, they buried the dolls. I I, I don't think it's just her. I, I I go back to that and how how long was that segment? Like forty five seconds of just them posing. Yeah, but it wasn't an alliance. It's just like a friend group who likes to do poses and what uh... alliances just terrible. Yeah, it's not an alliance. Like the only two alliances we saw we saw tonight were like it's the Tashan, Latoya, Jetson, and on the other side you got Tina, Beth, and I guess Victoria. Yeah. And uh and and and, and peripherally other members of that destiny team under yeah. Tina. Those are but, the only two that feel real. Yes. And I, we'll see if those emerge into different factions. Because with Tashan being in this destiny team, but he, he being aligned with two defenders in this case, uh, does that put him in a tough spot among his, among his team? If his team loses is to Sean, potentially somebody they'll cut because they're worried about um, him hooking up with Latoya and Jetson. If, um, if he keeps hanging out with them as hard as he is, or he right. was in this, or what was being presented, he was in this first episode. I don't think Latoya is going to allow that. I don't think Latoya is going to allow their image. Right. Yes. Exactly. That's, That's why I think there's not going to be any showmances because Latoya is going to be like, nah, we're here to make money. I see you making googly eyes at Austin now that she's kind of on her own. You need to stop that. None of that. <laughs> Who's making googly eyes at Austin? I'm just saying like one of the two dudes because right. like I think she's the only one that can kind if of... If Latoya can keep Jetson and, and Tashawn away from the ladies... Yeah. Um, or you know, I, I she's single. I don't know if she would if she's going to be in a relationship with either, them either but oh uh, no, Latoya. I'm talking about uh, Latoya. Latoya but seems about a business. She's not, she's, she's not, not here. She's not here for a romance. Yeah. Um. Uh, but if if they do, she won't be able to control them. If Tashawn ends up in a, in a romance with Beth or whatever, it's not. It's going to be game over for that trio. Um, yeah. And but that's something that she'll express to them. I think yes, but it would, but it would just be, it would be the end of it. Like whenever that, whenever you have these alliances and then one ends up in a showman's that, that member of the Alliance is, is no longer in your Alliance really, unless you bring that other member of the showman's in. Um, and even then, which I don't really see like Austin. I keep on saying Austin, but that's the only one that makes sense. I don't really see Victoria going to be in a showman's. Well, she has okay. a she has a relationship, I think, right? She was she even shouted that out in the um the, uh, the diary room tonight, I think. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. so I think I don't think she's she's not on the market. She's not married, but she's she's, so she's you, you have uh, the single people are Austin, um, Rohan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rohan. Um uh Josh uh Braden uh Latoya and then the two the two strong strapping men. Do you think that production will push this cast to, to manufacture some kind of a showman? No, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think that that's is... the type of story they're gonna tell. If this was a longer season, yes. 
Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Like, if if none form, I would love if there are no showmances because I think that the game is more interesting without showmances. But I can't. Rem- I don't think I've ever seen a Big Brother season without one. Um, and 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 usually, always the, that showmance typically will go into jury, uh, yeah. at least. So it's hard. But sometimes they form later. Sometimes a showmance like uh, like Tyler and Angela. Uh, yeah. that, that, that wasn't in, in the early days of that, uh, that like, what was that they called yeah. the six, um, level six, uh, alliance it developed level. over time that developed, that developed over time. So, so it could happen late season. So like early. what happens if Latoya gets eliminated, um, post team, um, everything gets shuffled and then you're down to the final seven and Austin and, uh, you know, uh, Tashan, uh, start making googly eyes at each other. Right. And things just develop from there. Yeah, I hope not. I think the best case scenario is that these these trios that we saw tonight are the beginnings of sort of uh, more power alliances, the, the basis of, of alliances and hopefully are going to come in direct conflict with each other, like the Tina squad versus the Latoya squad, potentially. Yeah. Um, and what would that look like? Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Like if, if they get the right players in, in place and the right pieces in place, uh, where do the Josh's and the Rohans and of the world fall in this kind of uh, thing? Will the teams play more of a factor? I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I like, where does Tara fit into this things? There's a lot yeah. of players here. We don't know a lot about yet. And Which so live feeds are going to reveal a lot. Of, we're going to have a lot to talk about come Monday. Yes, yeah, so we'll be back on Monday to talk about who have, who the first HOH is officially. Um, who who wins this, whether it be Destiny or Defender, if that's going to um, play. But I, I imagine we'll get like the HOH and the nominees. Do you think that, or do you think that they'll? they'll yeah, that's what. Because what's the point of being an HOH? What's the point of being an HOH if you can't put two people on the block? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus put all the remaining four or five uh, defenders. And then what are you going to do for your Wednesday show? What what veto is there? Yeah, well, you could save one person. There could be one person winning safety, but that's not that uh, interesting. No. So it's, uh, yeah, we'll see. I hope it, we'll see. Either way, if there's good, if there's good alliance and good strategy, uh, like the format of the game and the rules are sort of uh, beside the point for me. I want to, I want to see two, I want to see game. I want to see, I want to see uh, people who want to, win and not sort of roll over each other and not be like the big brother us season we just watched Jamil, yeah this past year how that played out i want so, to see some confessionals too confessionals and all kinds of things and i i, I i'm but these first two nights are you feeling good about this season so I'm, far look i've been missing big brother for a while right and when i say people are like well you just had big brother us just a while ago big brother us is different than big brother canada and plus that was more of an um an all-star season too it was an all-star season type is it ever like not just in production but in tone and um like uh i would say that i would go as far as to say big brother canada is much more socially progressive uh than big brother usa (laughs) Uh, (laughs) although big brother usa has definitely had their their share of things on their show over the years and varying varying degrees of success um but you know like these these i think the canadian version is very different i think that the diversity in this cast this year i think is uh something to be very commended um i think it's uh it's it's i think it's more reflective of at least the the toronto greater toronto (laughs) and the uh, the ontario experience that uh, no um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that um, online, this is one of the biggest criticisms of this cast. It's like, there's not enough people from Alberta. Like, there's zero people. Tons from of people from Alberta. Well, like, I mean, in general, like, you'll, you'll have conversations that anytime there's a Big Brother season, you hear that. Why are there six people from Ontario? You mean, it's not Big Brother Canada, it's Big Brother Ontario. And it, it's, it's just like me personally. Um, maybe because I have the privilege of like being in Ontario or whatever, I don't care where they're from. If none of the people were from Ontario, I wouldn't care. All I want is an interesting cast 
that does oh stuff. i wasn't even talking about what part of the country they were from oh, i was more care the the moment that you were started talking about like there's a lot of people from ontario people are are interpret are taking what you're saying and and saying well they're not from other other places and they will be angry about that they will be sour about it. I, I think I don't think you need to be I don't think that's necessary but they, they're they entitled they're, they're entitled to their to their objection around it but I was more speaking to like the different backgrounds and the different uh uh like just like we talked about a whole bunch of things they had a whole bunch of moments tonight with like where Kiefer is from this community and 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 how all these different representations we have like well, at least three Albertans in this cast I think yeah. um and uh, uh quite a few British Columbians uh, Ontario. Like, I'm sorry. The, is, what about PEI? What about New Brunswick? Well, it doesn't work like that. It's not. It, this is not the Briar. This is not like there's one team from every province. It's not. It's not like you got to. Some you've people gotta, wanted that way. Which no, is a terrible. No, idea it's this terrible idea. Like, yes, you should try to be representative of the country as much as possible. Like having Tashawn here from Montreal, I'm very happy with because, like, they've had seasons where there's been nobody from Quebec, and I think that that's you know a little bit unfortunate because uh, I think our French Canadian heritage is, is something in particular in Canada we we try to uh, you know come together. Was, that's our country was kind of founded on that uh, English and French sort of being equal and so even though it's an english tv show having some representation from the province i think just would be nice uh but in whenever possible but it's not a mandatory thing i wouldn't i wouldn't cast somebody from quebec just for that purpose over like a better cast member and um I, and ontario is the most populous province of our country it's got a, a third of our population is in this one province and so we're going to have statistically quite a few people uh, in this cast, no matter what. Plus, it's cheaper and more economical to for them to go even to auditions or uh, this season maybe a different ex an exception because probably most of them were uh, just done online and through video video submissions. But um, yeah, there's advantages to being in Ontario too from yes. a t TV perspective. They're they're much closer to home. They didn't have to fly them out. It's okay. I think that this cast is good. I think that there's good. This is so far. You know, like they and they really dodged a bullet with getting that Ethan out, it seems like, because he seems like he was a bad egg. I we don't know if Kyle's a good I, I, one. I think yet. they just didn't want to be in a, put in a position where there's any disruptive, there's an energy in this household, and they they found the right balance. I thought, I think so. With, I hope so, especially with the accusations levied. Yeah, yes, and then well, we'll see. We'll see when we turn on live feeds if if we feel like they're all kumbaya in there and really <laughs> loving each other still, but um they, i i hope if anything that they've that they're coming together as a, a cast uh, you know that this is a bonding experience and um that they they also have to kind of try to reinvigorate this franchise because i feel like big brother canada 8 and i feel production feels the same thing wasn't wasn't going so well before the pandemic kind of shut it all down yeah and this is sort of like they keep talking about you can write the sequel it, it's a kind of a rewrite this is kind of big brother canada 8 a or whatever it's it's the alternate version um and so far so good you know like it would have been great to have somebody like maybe sheldon maybe a john luke in this cast too but uh most of most of those other people i don't i forget yeah <laughs> from last year so or maybe you know put some time in between have a, a couple seasons and then start sprinkling those individuals back and forth into it yeah like i would i'm not saying that they were john the luke didn't get to play that long you know no, I know he's just one, but I remember him. Yeah. Uh, maybe just because his name was 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 memorable. But I think that there was some potential. But the, a lot of that that cast was crumbling with all the people quitting and the people who just who got expelled and then brought back and, and expelled and then people were fight. It was just kind of like okay, well, this season's kind of a botch, so can't do much with it. Okay, yeah. but but I don't want to be negative. I want to talk about the positive things here in Big Brother Canada Nine. So uh, Jamil and I are going to be back on Monday. We're going to be talking about the uh, the ne the first HOH, the uh, the nominations. We'll be talking about anything we've learned from the live feeds over this weekend uh, and trying to get some more information in terms of what are the real social dynamics in this house and how is that maybe going to play into things. Uh, we'll obviously have a sneak peek ourselves about what's about to happen. And, um, and then we'll be also here Wednesday night uh at nine and we'll also be here uh, thursday night to cover the next eviction so uh three times a week uh pretty much i think all at nine or ten i i gotta figure out what time this airs on monday um because we'll be pretty it's much on the, isn't it? 
Is it eight o'clock? Okay, so then we're pretty much nine o'clock all nights because on Wednesday nights we have the original uh, the original series Star Trek podcast we do over on Live Long and Podcast. So um, it, we need to start that one a, a bit later, even though the show airs earlier. Sorry, duty calls. Starfleet duty calls. Yes, yes. So um, and uh, on that note, check out our other channel, Star Trek uh, Star Trek's Live Long and Podcast, uh, which is our Star Trek channel where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Um, we have, we have uh, Tuesdays Deep Space Nine rewatches with my brother Jeff and the, the Millards and Jamil and I. We're on that one every Tuesday night. We watch um, the next episode of Deep Space Nine um star trek deep space nine from the 90s you, uh, you know we're right on season three now watching every episode in order wednesdays as i mentioned we do original series and you can check that out we watch a random episode with my dad each week and then we did we we've covered all the other shows we well a lot of them at least uh, we did uh the new ones picard lower decks discovery we have all the star trek movies in the back catalog over there and we also have this whole other show we call star trek radio theater where um here let's respond this in for a second um we're going we do script basically script reads of star trek and we're gonna be original series this saturday night on live long and podcast um all our friends playing different characters here you see on the screen uh, my wife jane playing mr spock this is gonna be a lot of fun we're doing the return of the archons which is from their first season uh quite the episode very fun a lot, lot of fun it isn't just them saying the words it's them performing Performing. It's us performing, and yeah. sometimes we assign some funny voices. We're not always just doing a Captain Kirk impression, so it's uh, it's it's worth checking out. Uh, a lot of fun, and gets a glimpse into our personality. And we also have Trivial Debates, our third channel, which is uh, we we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more once a month. Jamil, reigning champion, got the strap. He's uh he, he just competed. Jeff, my brother, was hosting, and we had um we had Chris and we had Jessica Chan competing. It was it was a great it was a great uh, day. And um, really check that all our all our content on all our channels. Make sure to subscribe and like. We really appreciate all the support um, and the hits and the views we're getting. And uh, make sure to um, just chime in and let us know what, what you how you, if you're enjoying the season. Uh, what was my send off? And I can't even remember. But I'm Dave. Someone's Zayn. always watching. Somebody's always watching. Until then, we'll see you Monday. Oh, thank you.